Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. So today we are recording episode 160. I just had to get that out there because that number, these numbers always make me go, wow. And we will be chatting about the five things that we can't live without in the kitchen. So now it's time for you all to grab your knitting or your crochet or grab a drink, go on a walk and tune in because we are about to get started. Let's do it like we always do. What's on your needles? Right. I I have two things in front of me right now. I have my anchor sweater that I am, it's slow going. The, the knitting of the body, I'm so close to the end. And it's just like every sweater. Every time you stop and measure it, it's almost like you didn't do anything in the last two hours. Like it's the same number every time. So I'm I'm working away on that. And then I'm also knitting on our frog. Um, we have one more class and our last class, we're doing all of the legs on the frog. So that's been a lot of fun too. And, all right, I'll put, I'll go last Natalie. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Um, I am working on my Stornoway throw and it's been a blast. I love this blanket. It's just enough thought to put into it to be like at the next spot. It's great. It's awesome. Um, and then I'm working on my market bag. I've been crocheting this week too. So, so timing for a new market bag. Yeah. That's great. And I am working on the project that I started in class last week with Brianna and it is the I can, I can never get my name straight on this. It is the left little leftovers cowl. Yeah. And I am so enjoying it. Um, it, it. It's added a new energy to my knitting. And I'm very excited about that. So yeah. that's what I'm working on. Good. All right. So that's, what, that's what's on our needles. Let's go ahead and jump into our topic because I think we've all been kind of enjoying this week of thinking about the topic. And uh, it's going to be the five things that we can't live without in the kitchen. We'll do it as a round robin. And I think I mentioned this, I whispered this to us last week, or you can't repeat. So if Brianna goes first and takes one of mine, I can't use it. And if Natalie goes next and she takes one of mine, I can't use it. So we'll try to get 15 fresh ideas into our listeners' hands so that they'll go, oh, I don't have one of those. I need to go get it. <laughs> All right. So Brianna, you're first. Oh, my number one is my air fryer. It is the best thing that ever happened to me. I don't have one. It is one of like my most anticipated things to get in 2023. Yeah. All I want to do is make salmon in the air fryer. I've heard such good things. I will. I have never cooked meat in ours, but anything frozen air fried is so much better than microwaved and vegetables cook really well in there too like if you're roasting vegetables especially just for two people for one meal it's the perfect size and it cooks them so well like if you want them to be like just cooked all the way through or if you want them to be crispy on the outside like blackened vegetables it it does such an amazing job. I love it. I do not have one either. My brother-in-law does, and I, I he loves it. He absolutely loves it. So he does a lot of reheating leftovers in it. Yes. And he is pretty sure that French fries 
from wherever you might get fast food French fries will always be better than they were when you got them hot from wherever you got a McDonald's or whatever, when you reheat them in the air fryer. He just, I agree. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah, worth it. I think the first time I heard about an air fryer, Natalie, was your parents. Is that possible? They were really looking for one. And I found one at like a sample sale years ago and it was awesome. <laughs> All right. What's, what's on your list, Natalie? So my number one has to be my crock pot. I probably use it like once a week. It's like one of my favorite things in the world. And we do a lot of like meal prepping, especially now, because I was experimenting a lot in the kitchen when I was working from home all the time, but now I'm not. So I need to have like meals prepared at the beginning of the week to be able to take to work um, for leftovers and stuff. So the air fryer is a lifesaver. I mean, the crock pot is a lifesaver. I have air fryers on the mines. Um, and we've experimented a lot with different recipes in there, all of which are great. So, yeah, you know, I, I actually had crock pot on my list. So I just struck that off. It was number three. I didn't really rank mine, but I love my crock pot too, even in summer. Cause I do get tired of sandwiches after a while. I mean, I do love sandwiches, but sometimes I do get a little tired and want a hot meal and to make it in the crock pot. I would say nothing I've ever made in the crock pot has been bad. Like there's, I guess it's just because of the slow cooking, everything turns out pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We do a lot of like in this, in the fall, I use it a lot for like soups, stews, that kind of thing in the summer. I mean, year round, really, I'm always doing meatballs and like Italian sausage, like those types of things in there. But I really love making pulled pork or pulled chicken tacos in there. And then we throw it over rice all week. It's like the perfect grab and go meal. So excellent. Lots excellent. of options. <laughs> all right. Well, the first thing on my list is my cast iron pans, which I've never had cast iron skillets. My mother never cooked in a cast iron skillet. And I don't even remember what possessed me to get it, but it was one of my first purchases during the pandemic <laughs> because we all had something. We were either baking bread or learning how to cook in a cast iron. Huh. And uh, I absolutely love my cast iron. I couldn't live without them. I do, you know, bone in chicken and we do our steak. I do eggs. It, just everything can be done in a cast iron. Um, cornbread. Oh my gosh. Okay. Cast iron for me. That sounds so good. I have two very small cast iron skillets and I've never used them, but they're beautiful. I wish I could use them. I'm, I'm too scared. <laughs> I was too, but you know, well, I, I, I don't even know if I use them correctly, but neither Ed nor I have gotten any like stomach conditions from it. I mean, I, cause you've got to keep them. Uh, what is the word? They kind of keep kind of an oil thing, a seasoned thing to yeah. them. Yeah. But yet sometimes you want to scrub it a little harder, but we're still here. So go use them. <laughs> yeah. The heat kills a lot too. Like we always will, like after we use our cast iron, we wash it and then, you know, you have to be careful about how you wash it. We put the oil on it and then it goes into, um, before you do the oil though, you dry it out. So we'll put it in our oven and like dry it out, mm -hmm. like give it a little bit but I love our cast iron. It's great. And Kathy cornbread in a cast iron skillet is like my new hyper fixation for the week. I'm going to have to go to the grocery store. That sounds <laughs> delicious. The, the, the um, texture of it or something, cast iron. All right. So Brianna, what's next on your list? I My number two is my dishwasher. I could not live without it. 
I we actually when we bought our house there wasn't a dishwasher like there just wasn't one at all and we cut out a cabinet to install one within like two weeks of moving in because I can't I don't I like washing dishes but I can't keep up with them it's I don't have enough time in in the day to wash dishes it's so much easier to just fill that thing up and let it run and I actually recently I watched this video about dishwasher versus hand washing the dishwasher cleans so much better than hand washing and it makes me feel better about my purchase (laughs) much more sanitary yeah (laughs) we just went the opposite direction where we had a dishwasher for years and now we're hand washing all the time and when I tell you I do things like two or three times I'm terrified of getting like food poisoning from not washing my dishes enough it is so bad (laughs) but you know what I will say, Kathy, you told me this window over the sink makes your dishes washing experience a lot better. So that's an upgrade. So it kind of balances each other out. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> All right. All right. What's next on your list, Natalie? So next on my list is my walk, um, which I stumbled upon at like a yard sale and that thing rocks. It's awesome. It's one of those like um, stainless, it's not stainless steel, but it's like non-stick I guess um it's awesome I cook everything in it I don't know what it is it's like the size is perfect and the fact that you can kind of use it as like a pot or a pan like all of my meals pretty much get cooked in that one pan it's awesome yeah that's that's one contained pan all right so mine is I'm gonna take this one nobody said it the coffee maker Mm -hmm. um it's just essential. It is just essential. It's not that it's fancy or anything. In fact, I have the one that we used to have in the knitting shop, which was just a smaller one and it's just perfect, but I don't think I could face the day or my kitchen without knowing that there was a working (laughs) coffee pot to the point that I have a backup one in the basement, just in case. So my coffee pot, I love that. Can't, can't live without coffee. (laughs) Priorities. Yep. All right, Brianna. Um, I'm gonna say since we're talking appliances, kind of, my electric kettle is something I use just about every day. Um, it's one of those, it's just like this glass kettle that sits on a hot pad and you just plug it in and it it boils water in like three minutes. It's so fast. So we use it to make tea um, throughout the week. I actually use it as like a watering for plants. So I just like fill it up with cold water and take it around. It's like half a gallon. So I get all my plants in one go of it. Um, And sometimes I use it to make ramen. I like boil the water and then put the water in my bowl of ramen (laughs) it's super easy but it's a lot of fun and and it's they're not that expensive either it takes up some room on your counter but we we need to boil a lot of water fast yeah it's so nice you know electric kettles if I'm not mistaken and you guys have done more travel than me but they're very European like yeah that's pretty much how they always do their boiled water is with the electric kettle and it is it's nice not to have to turn on the stovetop for something else yeah that's all right natalie what's on yours yeah something about that fresh like boiled water too off of the stove or out of the electric kettle 
so comforting. <laughs> okay. My next one is my meat thermometer because I'm a little obsessed with if my meat is cooked or not. I am terrified of getting salmonella. So that thing comes with this everywhere. And I like, I bought this one on Amazon that I, I love. It's a digital thermometer. It has all of the correct like temperatures on the back of it printed. So I like, I can refer back if I get nervous and um, it broke and I actually bought the same one again because I, I love it so much. So it goes, it magnetizes right to my fridge. So it just stays on the fridge until I need it. And then it's great. That's neat. Is it like a, do you push it into a piece of meat? Yeah. It's like, so it's got like a long, like metal, um, rod that is like the actual thermometer and it folds in on itself. So it's like almost like a, like an oval shape. And then it, there's a magnet on the back. So it goes right on my fridge. Oh, I love the magnetized. Great. Great. I just put a star by that one. I think that's going to be like on the computer tonight, finding exactly that because I've started to use a meat thermometer too, because I definitely want to make sure that certain things are cooked to certain temperatures and it's hard to tell. So I've, I've gone there too, Natalie, but I'm using the old one and I have two of them now because sometimes I don't trust the one. So I'll do the other one, but I think the digital one is spot on. The digitals are great. And it was like, it's like $11. Like it's not, I'll send you the link to it. It's the best ever. I love it. It's a good one. It's a great one. In fact, I was at my neighbor's the other day and she has one. That's the first time I really saw a digital one. And her son was getting ready to drink a hot drink. It was a cup of tea or hot chocolate. I don't recall which, but he was afraid it was too hot. So she took the thermometer and put it in there so he could see the temperature on it. So it was a little bit of a science project too, for a five-year-old. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then cool. I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. All right. So my next thing on my list is I mentioned it last week as my favorite thing. I love my dash rapid egg cooker. I, I can't even tell you I eat eggs fast so I can make more because it's so fun to make them. It's so simple, but what I love about it more than anything is I'm using it mostly for hard boiled eggs. I love that the eggs peel perfect. I can't explain it. I think that you break the membrane with that little poker thing you have to do and the steam must separate it. When I peel these eggs, I don't need running water in the sink to help me. It's amazing. That's That's mine. The Dash Rapid Egg Cooker. That's such a time saver too. We do do a lot of hard boiled eggs, just like, you know, for egg salad or like in an actual salad. And peeling them is the worst part it takes forever and you always get chunks of egg that fall in the trash I promise you if you ever get those dash rapid egg cooker you're going to be like I just want to make eggs and peel them I just want to make eggs and peel them (laughs) (laughs) I'll find a recipe to use to eat all these eggs all right Brianna what what do you have now all right well I'm going old school for number four my set of wooden spoons they are my favorite utensils to use and I I feel pretty comfortable using them on my pots and pans um even though they're like a non-stick sort of material they never scratch and I could literally like put the spoon over an open fire I feel like and it never nothing ever happens to my spoons they never melt that I've never burned them I've never broken any and I break a lot of utensils in the kitchen 
and those ones they live forever they're wonderful something about holding that wood in your hand too when you're cooking Mm -hmm. you know they don't get hot oh yeah yeah and you don't have to worry about anything like bad getting into your food using those yeah I don't have any I used to have some and I don't have any right now and I again need them all right Natalie what do you what's yours so mine is on the coffee train and it is um, my coffee bean grinder, which Chris's parents got for us last year because we found this coffee company at a farmer's market in Philly and his parents bought coffee beans and it was the best coffee I've ever had in my life. So not only did we get the beans, we, they got us the grinder so that we could experience that on a daily basis. So we call that our fancy coffee. We always reorder and we always drink it when we're working from home together. And we use our coffee bean grinder in the morning on, on Mondays and Fridays. And I, I did it this morning. It was great. Very nice. cool. That's cool. Oh, and they're called working class coffee. Name drop. They're small business, small roaster. And when I, I, I've never tasted anything so good in my life. Online, right? You can find them online. You can find them online. And then they're always at like farmer markets, farmer's markets in like the Philadelphia area too. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, fresh beans and a grinder, like the whole coffee experience starts right there. And then you put it, then you brew it and you're just like, oh my God, the fragrances just get better and better and better. It's nice. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So this is my next one is um one of my five things that I can't live without in the kitchen is apples. We have apples every day of the year, always. And there was always a sliced apple in the refrigerator. Um, I don't know why we got so hooked on them, but we are, we're both hooked on them. And that's, I have to have apples. I'll even say to Ed, like we're down to our last apple. <laughs> he knows, <laughs> go buy some more. So yep, that's mine. All right, Rihanna, this is it. Oh, okay. So I, I'm so hungry. I can't even talk about food right now. So my last one is it has to be my stovetop griddle. So we recently replaced all of our appliances and we have, I call it super fancy, but it's like the lowest grade GE stove I could find, but it has the four burners and they're all different sizes. And in the middle, instead of it being just like nothing, like uh, an abyss, there's a long burner with a griddle face on top of it. I use that thing for everything. Anything that you can make on a flat surface, whether it's like eggs, grilled cheese, reheating something, I'll put anything on that griddle we we made pancakes on it the very first time we used it and they were the best pancakes I've ever had I don't know why I think I'm just excited about it but um that thing is amazing and you don't have to wash a pot and washing the griddle it's so easy I just wipe it with a paper towel while it's still hot and then once it cools off I you know I use my sponge and and wash it but I never have to pick up a pan. I never have to put anything away when it's clean. It's perfect that it's just right there, ready to use. Is that your actual stovetop? Yeah. So it's a a gas stove. So the burners all have the grates on top, but the middle section is just a flat 
solid surface and there's little divots on either end so like if you're making something greasy or you know if there's like liquid it just like kind of slips into the divots and it holds it it's so nice I highly recommend it if anyone's getting a new stove that sounds awesome yeah you're so right though about the pancake situation and I'll tell you why I follow this person on TikTok who flips pancakes at like a diner or something and they just take videos of it like all day like you never see their faces just them flipping the pancakes those look so good I have a theory that like a black top stove mm-hmm. pancake tastes 10 times better than a skillet pancake yeah, I feel like I am the head chef at a diner when I'm using my griddle. <laughs> it's so it. awesome. I can see it now. That's so true, though. I think the cook surface definitely has an effect on what you're making, whether it is cast iron steak or pancakes from a griddle. The, the yeah. cook surface is definitely a part of it. That's why cheesesteaks from the pizza shop where they've been on the griddle and they're sort of chopping them up mm-hmm. always taste amazing. I mean, we make them at home once in a while and they're good, but there's something about that cook surface. Yeah. Okay, Natalie, what's up? This is it. Okay. Are you ready for this? Probably the number one thing that I love about my house is my Brita filter. <laughs> I, I, we got the Brita when we were living in the city um, as like an extra layer of water filtration <laughs> and nothing tastes as good as water for my Brita now. I don't know what they put in there. I, I mean, there's carbon in like the filters that helps filter everything out, but I love Brita water. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> and Brita has been around for a while. When you think back, I mean, that's I feel like Adam and I had Brita like when we were newlyweds, even again, because they'll turn out the water, but it, there is something fascinating about the flavor. It's really good. Plus mm-hmm. it's cool. So, and we got the ones that's not like, it's not like a pitcher. It's actually like a, a knob that you twist down. Like, do you know when you're at like a party or like a cooler yeah. and you're draining a cooler and that's how all the water drains, there's like a little lever that you pull down. That's our Brita is like the lever. So you can fit so much water in there and it just lives in our fridge. And it's great. We fill it like once a day, but I feel like we both drink more water because you can actually see how much you're drinking. Yeah. So I love it. It's my just it right from the refrigerator, basically. You keep it on the shelf where you can put your reach in and just dispense yeah, it. Yeah, I just put my cup right underneath the faucet yeah. and then I put it, I pull it down and it fills up my water bottle. And then that's not my job to refill it. Chris refills it. Um and sometimes if it's empty and he's home, I'll like call him in and he'll refill it right there for me. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Make sure it's spilled this week. Yeah. All right. And my last one is going to be my ceiling fan. I, we've had, and this is the ceiling fan that is original to the house that we bought over 30 years ago. And no, I take that back. We did replace it once because a kitchen fan takes a lot of grime grease and grime so cleaning is not so much fun but I just love the movement of air in my kitchen I don't know what it is um so yeah I do love having a ceiling fan in the kitchen I don't think I've ever noticed that you have a ceiling fan in your kitchen and I actually use it actually most of the ceiling fans in our house I do um I use them every day of the year so like like when I turn on the oven in the and it's cold 
I just feel like it helps distribute the heat. It probably does nothing, but in my mind, it's doing something. Uh, it's well, moving it around. <laughs> yeah, it's just making everything more even in the room. And it's a little bit of an air flowing, but yeah, ceiling fan in the kitchen. Oh, that's awesome. They're not fun to clean, but they're fun to have. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that was impressive, ladies. So I still had a few more things on my list, but we didn't need to go there. Did you exhaust your list? No, I had a list of like 25 things. I love everything in my kitchen. I just, I kitchens are my favorite part of the house. So <laughs> so many good pieces there. I, was, I know I was thinking about that. I'm just like, every time I was thinking about this, I'm like, oh, I want to put that on. I want to put that on it. So, all right, I'm going to run these down real fast. I kept track of all 15. You ready? So if you are listening, grab your pencil, starting at the top, air fryer, crock pot, cast iron, dishwasher, wok, coffee pot, electric kettle, meat thermometer, the digital one that's magnetized for the side of the fridge, the dash rapid egg cooker, wooden spoons, coffee grinder, apples, stovetop griddle, the Brita filter, and a ceiling fan. So that's a pretty varied list. Yeah. Like a dream kitchen. Yeah. And still have more to go, but hopefully everybody's going to find one thing on that list that they go, I want to go get that. I need to have that. I know what mine is. Do you know what yours is? Mine's going to be the meat thermometer. I want the digital magnetized meat thermometer. What about you, Brianna? I want that egg cooker. (laughs) I'm so intrigued by that. (laughs) All right, Natalie, could you pick something? I want the apples. They sound so good. (laughs) Apples cut, sliced. There's so that's Ed's job and he does a good job. So all right. Well that was gotta be that one thing in the kitchen though, where like when you do it for someone else, it's like the identifier being taken care of in your relationship. For me, it's the Brita filter. I'm taking (laughs) care of if the Brita filter is full. Yeah. Apple slices. Yep. Apple slices. Brianna, do you have one? Does Jada? I have no idea. No. It's so true that you just go, yeah, that's the one thing. I'm never going to do it. I'll let you know it needs to be done and you're taken care of. So, all right, well, let's move. Oh, wait, I did. I was asking some friends today what their favorite things are in the kitchen. So my neighbor across the street, hers is her kitchen scissors. She really uses them more than knives. I thought that was interesting. Um, And my friend Jan, it is her Keurig. So she is the individual coffee cup person. So she loves her Keurig. So there's a little survey today. All right, let's do this and let's jump into what is your overall favorite something this week? What is it that your favorite thing that you thought of this week? Honestly, my favorite something this week is a notebook. I now have multiple positions where I need to be taking notes and just like have my thoughts on paper so I don't forget. And I now have a spiral notepad for roots that I work off of each week. Each page is a week. And I now have started a composition book for my other job so I can write notes. And if I'm like scheduling something on the fly, I can write it down real fast before it makes it into my actual planner or my Google calendar. So I have a lot of notebooks now. It's been a real lifesaver this week. Notebooks are great. Notebooks are great. All right, Natalie, what's your favorite something this week? 
Okay, so I had to clean out my childhood bedroom a few weeks ago, which I was very happy to do because I've been overlooking it for a few years now. And one of the things I found was this ring holder that looks like a cat with his tail up. <laughs> but now it's my stitch marker holder at my oh. desk. Oh and my it makes me so happy. Like, look how cute he is. He's got stitch markers on his tail. That is revelational. That is. I'm, you should get I'm, a ring holder and put your stitch Yeah. I'm yeah. legitimately shook. We should get those. Oh. I want one. Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to find one for you. I'm going to send it to your house. Got to do it. Absolutely. There's some new merch. Man, that is fantastic. It's merch. That's great. Because the, the ones that are on my table beside me when I'm knitting and crocheting at night, like they're just scattered there and it looks messy and I knock them on the floor. You know, oh, I love the ring holder. Love yeah, it. I'm on there. Out of great. straight up necessity, when I was throwing things into a box, I put all of my loose stitch markers that I found on the floor onto his tail and I never took them off and I've just been putting more on there so that's how we got here folks that's great that's awesome. I love the nostalgia with it too that's a really good one yeah all right so my favorite thing this week um just today I picked it because it is really humid here it's really hot I hate to talk about the weather but I am that person that's going to go I hate summertime it's so hot and I the only thing that saves it is on my porch I have a little, and we had this at the shop. You might remember it. The clip-on fan, the little mini fan that clips on and I can kind of position it. That is my favorite thing right now because it just gives me a little bit of air in rooms that don't have air conditioning. So that's my favorite. All right, let's do this then. What's for dinner? dinner? I wish I knew. I'm going to go downstairs when we're done recording and whip something up. So we'll see. I know. Maybe I'll make a, a like a toasted sandwich. That sounds Ooh, good. That sounds really good. Really good. All right. Now leave us for dinner. Are you guys ready for this? I know I usually have something elaborate on Monday. We had chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. The Annie's white cheddar mac and cheese to be specific. 10 out of 10. We were going to make stuffed peppers tonight. And I, I said to Chris, I was like, will you be mad if we eat like five-year-olds tonight? And he was like, I will never be mad about that. So we did. And it was a great decision. That's <laughs> really funny that we had chicken nuggets and mac and cheese on Friday for dinner. <laughs> Get out! Oh my God. It's in the air. I feel like this time of year just makes me want like, not comfort food, but like, I guess, cause like I'm used to in the summertime, like fast food like going and picking things up on the way home from the pool or like you're out and about going on road trips and we haven't done a lot of like traveling so I just really wanted something like I don't know grab and go but like in my kitchen yeah and and you can do it in your kitchen and you know that's exactly what went through my mind is that reminds me of food at the swim club like yeah it would be that great oh that's really good okay and we had leftover pizza and salad so ours was very exciting either but it was good maybe it's a little pool nostalgia there also all right so what news and updates anything news updates ladies well I have to tell you guys today a little while ago I was working on our fall calendar for roots and it will be out in one month so July the end of July, our fall calendar will be open for enrollment. It's, it's coming up so fast. Like summer just started. 
but I'm really excited. We have some really fun projects on the calendar. So just something to keep an eye out for in your email and social media. We'll, we'll be letting you guys know. Excellent. Excellent. I just tagging into this. I just want to say if, if you know, our listeners, Ruth's classes are all on Zoom. So you can be listening to us from anywhere in this world on the globe and participate in these live classes. And I started my class with you, Brianna, on Tuesday. No, what was it Thursday night? Wednesday? On Wednesday night. Wednesday night. And it, again, it gave me just a great spark of energy to be in that setting again. And I start with you, Natalie, this week on Thursday. And I'm looking at my materials. And classes add a spark to what we do. They really do. Um, it, there's something I, I can't even put that into words, but we know that feeling. So, all right. Get ready for the next calendar. All right. Any news from you, Natalie? No, no big news other than that. It's big news. Very exciting. Big news. That's crazy. That's how fast time goes too. Mm. All right. And then the only news that I have to share is we are going to take a week off because next week is July 3rd. So we are going to make it a long weekend to celebrate everything that needs to be celebrated next weekend, including birthdays and Independence Day. So um, we will record again on July 10th and it will be number 161 and we're going to do a rewind. So I wanted to announce this because if you're listening and you want to think about what are they going to talk about, we're going to rewind and revisit episode eight, which was recorded over four years ago. And it's going to talk about why knitting is good for the brain. So we will re-chat that topic with some new ideas, I'm sure. I love it. So I love when we do rewinds. Me too. I like that. <laughs> it's so fun to re-listen. I, and again, I would encourage anybody. In fact, Natalie, I think I said this last week, but I have totally adopted the, I need to clean the house, put in your earbuds, put on a podcast, put in a book, whatever, but I'm typically podcast and you will get that job done and not, you'll, you'll wish the job wasn't done because mm -hmm. you're going to want to keep listening to the next episode of our podcast. So I do it. highly recommend it. Um, but it is fun to listen back to four years ago mm -hmm. and uh, our voices then and our voices now. All right. So with all that said, I think it's time for us to wrap this up. And of course we are wondering, are you listening to us? Are you listening? Please let us know. Please add a review to where you listen to KSL. Share us on your um, social media and let us know that you are listening and that we are making a difference for you. We'd love to hear from you and we invite you to join us as a guest on any of our future podcasts. And you know, we promise there will be absolutely no work. Just come join us via Zoom and you can talk or you can just be with us. Uh, so please email Kathy or Brianna and Natalie if you'd like to join us on a show. Be sure to read the show notes for the links to our emails. So hopefully you have finished your project, your drink, your walk, because it's time for us to bind up. Thanks for listening.